for a single soul. Reaching a further and stepping in closer. Hello, and I'm so glad that you can join us here at Living Life. And I hope and pray that as we look through the book of Job, that it will have profound impact upon your life. You know, when I was in seminary, one of my classmates that I was very close with, uh, we would get together and share uh, how our weekends and how our lives were going. And I remember one particular day when we were talking, he seemed very sad and depressed. And I asked him what was going on, and he shared with me that uh, as he was commuting back and forth from school, uh, he would have to travel like three hours just to get to school. And uh, on the weekends, he would do ministry to the youth at his church. And during that season, he was preaching through the book of Job. And after a long day of you know being with the students and you know doing ministry, he went to the parking lot to get into his car to go home. And as he went in the parking lot, he realized that his car wasn't there. And what had happened was that someone had broken in and stolen his car. Now, it was bad enough that his car was stolen, but of all places, it took place in the church parking lot. And though he was angry and upset that it happened, uh, he was preaching to himself and reminding himself that he needed to be thankful even through what had happened because uh, God was still good and God was still faithful. And I hope that's something that we learn and take away as we study the book of Job. Job chapter 10 verses 1 through 12. I loathe my very life. Therefore, I will give free rein to my complaint and speak out in the bitterness of my soul. I say to God, do not declare me guilty, but tell me what charges you have against me. Does it please you to oppress me, to spurn the work of your hands while you smile on the plans of the wicked? Do you have eyes of flesh? Do you see as a mortal sees? Are your days like those of a mortal, or your ears like those of a strong man, that you must search out my faults and probe after my sin, though you know that I am not guilty and that no one can rescue me from your hand? Your hands shaped me and made me. Will you now turn and destroy me? Remember that you molded me like clay. Will you now turn me to dust again? Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? Clothe me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. You gave me life and showed me kindness and in your providence watched over my spirit. In chapter 10, uh, we see that Job has been going and struggling through this uh, hardship that he was going through. And in that time, we see that he has real questions that come from real pain that he was uh, enduring at that time. And, you know, do you ever wonder what you would say to God if you were to see him face to face? And this is what was going on in the mind of Job. He was telling himself, like, these are the questions I would ask God if I were to see him uh, face to face. 
And he firmly believed that because in his heart he believed that he was innocent, that there should be no reason why he should be enduring the kinds of hardships that were piling on him one after another. And he wanted to hear from God. He was asking him earnestly, why am I going through this? Did I do something wrong? What is happening to me is what an evil person, a wicked person should endure as a consequence for their sins. And so he's questioning God, like, why are these disasters happening to me uh, of all people? Uh, he felt like this was undeserved, uh, especially in the situation and where he stood in front of God. And so in his mind, he felt like he was not a wicked man whatsoever. Uh, and what's interesting uh, about this section is that as Job is questioning God, he never once asks God to heal him or to make his situation right. Uh, and so in all this, he just simply wants an answer. Perhaps he's accepted what has happened, but he uh, implores and questions God and says, please give me an answer so that it can help me in what he's wrestling with at this time. And so these are that's the only thing that's going through his mind at this time. And I'm thankful for how honest Job is in his questions, in his line of thinking. And that's often what we see, especially like when we read the book of Psalms. Uh, we see that they're, it's very honest in their emotions and in their feelings. And Job says things that may be very offensive to God, like asking God uh, if, he has, if he has eyes of flesh. Uh, basically, he's saying he's bringing God down to the level of being a human. He doesn't believe that God has that level of decency to treat him uh, along the same lines. And so this can be seen as being very disrespectful in his approach before God. Uh, however, I believe that God sees his hurt. He sees the pain and allows him to vent his feelings. And seeing Job's uh, reaction, you know, I encourage all of us to write down our thoughts and our feelings when we're going through dark seasons. Uh, because when you read the book of Psalms, I believe we're essentially reading a journal of the writer at that time. And our journal can be our book of Psalms as well, that we can share honestly with God how we're feeling and what events have been taking place in our lives. Uh, and so oftentimes God will take away our comforts in life so that we can confront sometimes the sins that we are battling with, the things that maybe were hidden in our lives. And when God takes away our comforts, uh, we have to face those sins um, head on. And that's something that we should be aware of uh, when we go through those dark seasons. And so that's something for us to think about. Uh, and also during this, uh, in this chapter, we see that he sees God as his creator in verses 8 to 12. And he, he appeals to God saying that if you are my creator, uh, you should know me inside out. You should know whether or not I've done something wrong or a grievous sin against you. And so Job knew that God was the author and the creator of mankind. Uh, just like Psalm 139, 14, that says, 
I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works, and that my soul knows very well. Uh, Job knew that God is the one who is in control of his life. And when he describes himself, he, dis- he understands that he is clay, that God is the potter. He is the one that is shaping him and forming him, and that he will return to dust. Uh, and we see that uh, Job understands that the creation idea, uh, that just as God created Adam out of dust, that he realized that uh, to dust that he will return. And so uh, he's asking God that if you are in control, uh, help me to understand, show me exactly what I need to know to make sense of the situation that I'm in right now. And so maybe perhaps some of us can relate to Job at this time. Uh, there are situations that we find ourselves in where we question and we're in the middle of a storm and we're searching for answers. And I want to encourage you to continue to ride through that storm that don't stop. Sometimes we think that there is nothing at the end, but I guarantee you that there is light, uh, that God's promises go before us. And that's something that we need to tell ourselves each and every day. So I know that there are many of us who are going through different struggles and different seasons in our lives. And just as we are seeing seasons change uh, physically, for those of us who are living in four seasons, you see that things will change. And I believe that God is doing that for us, us as well. That whatever storms you're going through, that God has not abandoned you, that He is not far from you, but rather that it's the opposite that God is with you and that uh, He is standing next to you and that He is listening to your cries. He is listening to uh, the doubts, the questions that you may have. And I hope that you can find comfort even when reading the book of Psalm, that maybe perhaps you can identify with the writer and it will help you to see things in their perspective, that you'll see things through an outside source to help you to calm the storm that you are riding in right now. So let's pray for that to be a reality. Uh, Father, we just pray that we know that difficulties come, but we know that that they they will all soon pass. Uh, Help us to hold on to you. Help us not to give in to our fears, but help us, God, to hold on to the hope that you have given to us that is for eternity. So with that, we give you thanks and praise. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. For a single soul,